You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Coming to you from Classic City, the capital of the Bulldog Nation, it's time for another edition of the podcast designed for the most die-hard Georgia fans in the country. Here are your hosts, Tyler and Charlie. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the Glory UGA podcast brought to you by MyBookie. And we are back for round two of our picks of the week. I'm Tyler. Charlie is here with me in studio once again to talk some football because that's what we love to do. And in the process, also help you guys win some money. But for you to actually be able to take these picks and put them to use and pad your own wallet, you need yourself a MyBookie account. It's easy, guys. All the lines that we're going to talk about today and every week on this episode, they're taken from MyBookie. And right now, they are offering all listeners of the Glory UGA podcast a truly amazing promotion. And I don't use that word lightly. This is an incredible promotion. All new users who create new accounts can use the promo code UGA today to get a 100% deposit bonus on on that first deposit. So guys, I'm telling you right now, pause this episode, come right back to it, go to mybookie.ag, create a new account, it's very quick, very easy, and then just use the promo code UGA and double that initial deposit, then take the picks that we're going to give you today and go make some money this weekend and enjoy your college football weekend. But Charlie, how did your MyBookie account look after last week? I won some. Won some, some, lost some. Yeah. Did you come out on top? I did. All right, that's all That's all you yeah. want, profit. You want profit, right? Yeah. So I feel good about that? Yeah. Week one's tough. Week one's tough because we think we know, but we don't know. And sometimes we end up actually knowing, sometimes we don't, like me with Florida and Utah, which is a game I felt really strongly about. And yeah, that uh, didn't work out. I, I was, Like I said earlier in the week, I think if they play that game 10 times, Utah wins like seven of them. But that's not how these things work. All right. Should we do a quick recap of the picks last week? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Well, you went five and four against the spread, but you also hit your upset special picking Syracuse to beat Louisville. Charlie, I hit that big. Did you see the score of that game? Uh, no. 31 to seven. I nailed that one. Just saying, just saying. That one, you get some right, you get some wrong. I nailed that one. So, four out of, as an outright as a four-point underdog. Yep. Um, your parlay of destiny, as you like to call it, cashed in. Barely. Bingo. I don't, barely doesn't matter, Charlie. But it cashed. It cashed. North Carolina, NC State, and TCU all won their games last week. I will not lie. I was sweating the, the first North Carolina and NC State. I was, I was sweating those out. Yeah. That was a tough one. So, all in all, you were seven and four with your picks last week. Not bad. That's a good week, Charlie. Yeah. Seven and four, and you hit the parlay. That's big money, Charlie. Feeling good after week one. All right, good. Feeling good. Well, I went 
Let's see. I think I went four and three. Missed Arkansas cover by half a point. By half a point. Hey, I, point. I will say I, I hit the Arkansas cover by half a point, but yeah. that's how it works out sometimes. Got got LSU way wrong. What? Not really, though. They lost by a point. I mean, you were four points away from nailing that, just like me. They should have won that game. They blew it, but, you know. Did I get happens. that right then? No, LSU minus three, Charlie, so they had to win by... Yeah, duh. Yeah, you got Sorry. it wrong, but you weren't like... It says pluses and minuses again. Oh Sometimes my God. It, I get excited, and then I'm like, wait, do I really... Is that really what I think it means? Nope, it's wrong It's amazing again. how you actually win money doing this. Uh, it, it's, it's true. It's true, but you I do. I just have Somebody to double somehow. check things and ask myself, well, more like triple check. I mean, sometimes it yeah. happens. You know, yeah, I missed the Utah-Florida game like you did. Um, By the way, you didn't write down all my picks. I have my picks from last week. I looked at what you... So, so guys, you remember last week, Charlie said, oh, I'm not going to use the spreadsheet. I'm just going to write it down as we do the picks. I did you, write it down. You missed like... you. Okay, where's the Oklahoma pick? Well... Where's the Ole Miss pick? Those are not on there. You totally missed those. I spaced out during that part. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, That's why we need a spreadsheet, so I can just go plug in my picks. Sometimes you're long-winded. I've, economy of language, Charlie. I'm getting better at it every day. Are every you? show, every episode. I mean, I did just record the longest episode. Oh, tied for the longest episode I in Glory I listened to the last history. episode you recorded by yourself. It was quite long. But I covered a lot of ground, Charlie. I, didn't I, say talked, it was I covered a, every, all 14 teams in the SEC. It was, it was a great job. I really enjoyed it. I'm not saying it. it was a great job, but it was. I don't think I'm it was crazy long winded. It was long. Could have been like two I'm shows. trying to make you proud, Charlie. Okay. I'm working on it. Well, don't work too hard. Never do. Actually, that's not true. <laughs> We're very hard, but that's okay. All right, so pretty successful week one overall, right? But we are back for week two, and I'm going to keep this thing rolling, Charlie. I'm feeling good about week two. What do you got for me? Okay, so we're jumping in. We're okay. jumping in. I know I was confused last week about bets I could make. Mm-hmm. And I just like, I told everybody, remember Charlie requested that I send her a text message to make sure she had it in writing what she needed to do. And I did that, Charlie. Are you prepared? Well, there's one question I thought of when I was on my way over here. Um, can I do team point totals? Yeah, of course. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I didn't do team that totals, this baby. week. Team totals, baby. Team totals. Yeah, I, I got, I got I at least one team total today. What about, Maybe like, two. quarters? If you're going to... Whatever you're putting money on, Charlie, that's that's the name of the game this year. Because in the past, we've just had, had a slate of games, and we're just giving... Okay. But now we... like the idea Free is We're giving... Yes, we're giving people what we're betting okay. on and what we are winning money. Because last year, I was plus 84... Plus 84 units, and I didn't give out all those picks. So it's like, well, why am I giving out picks I don't really believe in just because they're in the SEC? Let's give out picks that we're into, and that's what we're trying to do. So whatever you're actually putting money on, Charlie, that's what we're going all for. All right, well, let's start with Fox's big noon kickoff, which, of course, is number one Alabama at Texas. Who's actually ranked in the AP coaches poll at number 22. Maybe not for long. Were they ranked before week one? No, they were not. No, okay, just wanted to make sure. We've heard it all year. Well, I mean, all year is not... All off-season. It's like off-season. Year after year, year is after what year, I mean. Yeah. Texas is back. But it never seems to happen. The Longhorns have Quinn Ewers at quarterback, and everyone thinks he's the savior of this program that is apparently back again this year after their 52-20 to win over Louisiana Monroe. Can beating Louisiana Monroe mean you're back? I just, exactly. I, yeah, point. I know, I know. That's just crazy. I'm but being yes. facetious. Yeah. Look at the big words, Charlie. Let's go. Okay. Well, I think Texas can put up a fight, but... Bama's defense is going to be able to hold them off and cover right. the 20 easy. Um, I'm not putting the spread on my card, but I am going to take the Bama-Texas under 62. Ooh, you don't think... I think it could be a tough road environment. Okay. It's going to I mean, be hot. It's going to be it's hot at as 12 hell. 12 o'clock. 
It's surface, in Texas, of the, surface of the sun level hot, yeah. I mean... Just like it'll be in Columbia, South Carolina for us next week, yeah, which is going to be... I'm excited about the game. I'm excited about the trip and the experience. If, if you're but, conscious, I mean, don't pass out from heat stroke. You just got to be ready, Charlie. Have you ever had heat stroke? I've had heat exhaustion. That was scary. Uh, heat, I was heat seeing, stroke? That's when you what pass you, out. Yeah, no, Heat I, exhaustion is when you're seeing like purple stars. No, I, never, I don't think I've ever like actually physically passed out other than sleeping in my life. But have you been like woozy and dizzy and... Yeah, of course, okay. Charlie. I, yeah, running like... I'm an idiot. Okay. I run well, sometimes when it's really hot. You and shouldn't do that. I shouldn't, but I do. All right, what's your take on this Bama game? Yeah, um, this is actually... I got actually two plays on this game, Charlie. I'm going to take... I have my pin ready. I Please, write this down, all right? Please make sure you're paying attention. Don't zone out on me. Alabama, minus 20. I love that pick. I mean, Charlie, Charlie. Bama is going to run wild over that Texas defense. My second play on this is Texas under 22 points. There's a team total play, Charlie. So, yes, you can use team totals. I love this. Now you tell me. Oh, my God. We're not getting started on that again. I love this this under on this team total. Let's talk about what what Texas has to work with this year. They are they have three true fresh on their offensive line. Yes, they are all highly talented, highly touted guys, five star dudes. But three true freshmen against that Alabama pass rush with the likes of Will Anderson and Dallas Turner and Chris Braswell that is a recipe for disaster for the Texas offense. And then you have Quinn Ewers, who you mentioned, Charlie, at quarterback. And he has never faced anything close to this in his life. This is the biggest test of his life to this point. He could be great. I can't completely discount that possibility. But him having an incredible game is certainly far from the likeliest outcome. They do have one great wide receiver in Xavier Worthy. But I think what's really going to hurt Texas in a game like this is Isaiah Nair, who came in from Wyoming to be their number two option to Worthy. He's out for the year. Hurt himself in fall camp. So there's no one there to compliment Worthy, which will give Bama an easier time taking him out of the game. And on the flip side, the Texas defense just simply ain't stopping the Alabama offense. I know Bama, they put up 55, but... It's almost like a ho-hum effort for them. And I still do have questions about the Alabama receivers, but we're talking about the Texas defense. This is not the Georgia defense. It's all relative. So I love Bama minus 20. I know it's a road environment. I know it's going to be loud and crazy and hot and all that. Sure, you know what? It's loud and crazy everywhere Bama goes. That's just the rule of thumb when it comes to Alabama playing on the road. That's, they get that like Duke basketball treatment, right? So I love Bama minus 20. Their talent level is far superior to that of Texas. They are more experienced. They have a far better coaching staff. And again, Texas under 22. I don't see any way they score more than three touchdowns against this Alabama defense with the pass rush that they're going to be able to deploy against a very, very inexperienced Texas offensive line. All right. Well, next up, South Carolina is playing at Arkansas at noon on Saturday. Shane Beamer's in his second year as head coach at South Carolina. And it was a little bit of a lethargic start for the Gamecocks last week against Georgia State. Although we've only seen one game. It's only week two. Who knows what's going to happen? I mean, that's that's what we're watching. But yeah, it was. It was. I like that lethargic start for the Gamecocks. It was. All right, Arkansas played in and won a hard-fought game against Cincinnati in the season opener last week. I'm sure everybody saw after the game. Sam Pittman just said he wanted to have a nice cold beer <laughs> after that one. God, you gotta love Sam Pittman, even though you betrayed him this this year. I will not with be your doing preseason that predictions. For the rest of the season. Well, it'll be- already did. No going back, Charlie. It'll be interesting to see how Arkansas plays this weekend. I mean, Sam Pittman just looked exhausted after the game. 
He does after every game, Charlie. The man's not in great shape. Well, I mean, not, I and I'm like, not ripping on him. Like, he's just not in great shape. I he's out like there. It's hot. that was a stressful game. Yeah, it was a stressful game, but it was yeah. also hot, and I he's mean, not super healthy. That is healthy. what he gets paid to do. So. Yeah. Uh, it's a home game for the Hogs, so I think they'll win and cover the 8.5, although I do believe South Carolina will put up a decent fight. I think Shane Beamer is a better coach than I thought he was originally. He's done. He, the thing about Beamer is he's not an expert on anything. Like he's not an offensive guy. He's never been a coordinator in his life. But he was around his dad and saw how you build a program. It's kind of like Frank Beamer. Frank, I guess Beamer was Frank Beamer was a, a special teams guy, but he wasn't an offensive guy. He wasn't a defensive guy. He was just a CEO, and he did a really good job of building that Virginia Tech program. And I think you're kind of seeing the same thing from Shane Beamer, and I will give him credit. He's done a better job there. Then honestly, I thought he would still very early in his tenure, and we'll see. I mean, Charlie, there might be a case where they end up six and six two years in a row, and then we're talking about like, well, is it really that good of a job? We'll see. I don't know. But this is an interesting game. I do not have a play on this one, Charlie. Do you have a play on it? Yeah, I'm betting the spread. Yeah, Arky, Arkansas minus eight and a half. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you're trying to win, trying to win back the affection of old Sam. Yep. Your boy. Never again. Never again. All right. Well, it's gonna be gotta gotta work hard, Charlie. I. I like Arkansas to win this football game. I feel confident there. Eight and a half is, uh, that's a bit much because it's, it's still early in the season. And no, you're right, Charlie. It was a lethargic start for South Carolina last week. They ended up beating Georgia State. I think it was like 34-17. They had two touchdowns that were blocked punts. And those count too. They count, but their offense was was not great. I, recap, I was talking about this on the on the episode I did earlier this week where I was doing the SEC power rankings and I didn't have South Carolina very high. I think I had them like 10 or something because Spencer Rattler, who was supposed to be their savior, and they're all hyping him up. Hey, we've got a five-star quarterback. And it's like, cool, do you though? Is he really a five-star guy or was he just like completely overrated coming out of high school? And early returns, again, small sample size, one week, were that he um, was kind of the guy he was when he got beat out and lost a job at Oklahoma last year. But again, small sample size. I just, I, I, the one thing that gives me pause on this, Charlie, and the reason I'm not going on Arkansas here, is they had two starting demons of backs go out last week. They had Miles Slusher at cornerback and Jalen Catlon, who's one of the best safeties in the SEC. I don't know whether they're actually going to end up playing this week. I think that they were hopeful. It was a shoulder that, you know, Catlon missed half of last year with a shoulder injury. It looked like it was just shoulder again, but they think he's going to play, I believe, but just there's some uncertainty there. And Cincinnati started to kind of make a comeback last week when those guys went out in the secondary, started to be able to throw the ball a little bit down the field. So I'm a little bit hesitant there, and that's the only reason I'm holding up here, but I do feel like Arkansas is going to win this football game. All right. Well, last year, Pitt won the ACC championship, and last week they beat West Virginia in a shootout in the backyard brawl. They're hosting Tennessee this weekend. Tennessee has a great offense with Hendon Hooker leading the charge. They do. I know you talked on the, earlier yes. this week about that how is an elite unit. They have an elite offense right yes. there. Um, I've been thinking about this game all week. I'm not sure which way this is going to go. It's a road game for Tennessee, but I'm not sure the environment at Pitt will no. give them that big of an advantage considering no. Tennessee's used to playing on the road in the SEC. Charlie, so, this day might be half full. Maybe. Right. So... I mean, what's the spread on this? Six right now. Six. Uh, what? I, Tennessee I, minus I'm six. I'm still trying to figure out if I... I'll let you have this one. All right. I do have a play on this one, Charlie. Give me the volunteers. I actually put money on this back in May. And I actually got this at like Tennessee minus three and a half. So I feel good about that. But right now it's obviously ballooned a little bit here. Tennessee minus six. I, I'm only putting one unit on this game. I'm going to try to give you guys how much how many units I'm putting on these games so you can get a feel for how confident I am. I'm only putting one unit on this game because 
Pitt does have some good defenders. They have a really strong defensive front. They play a, a very aggressive press man. Stuff. Well, they play quarters. It's a very aggressive quarters coverage. It looks like it's basically press man on the outside, but it can have the ability to morph into zone coverage depending on what the offense does. Pat Narduzzi has been running that forever from back when he was a coordinator at Michigan State. And they can flat out get burned in those situations. And I think Tennessee has receivers that can get off those press coverages and can absolutely torch them down the field. Guys like Cedric Tillman, Jalen Hyatt, Brew McCoy, they have the dudes that can that can win. They can win on the outside and they can hit big explosive plays against Pitt. So I like that matchup for Tennessee. But we'll see if they're going to be able to protect Hendon Hooker because Pitt was able to, I mean, you guys watched the backyard brawl last Thursday. I'm sure all of you did. It was the kickoff year of the, I guess, I guess technically we had week zero, but the kickoff of real, the real week one. And they were making life a living hell for JT Daniels in the pocket. He was a sitting duck. Now, Hendon Hooker is mobile. He can escape pressure and get out of the pocket a little bit. So it's a little bit of a different story, but Pitt does have some good defenders up front. And that gives me a little bit of pause here, but I mean, the Tennessee offense, Charlie, they are just too much. I do not think Pitt has the horses offensively to keep up with Tennessee, to keep pace. I, as you mentioned, I don't think this is going to be much of a home field edge. I will give the Pitt fans credit. That was um, a loud, full crowd for the backyard brawl, but that was not the norm. The norm is maybe half full for them. So it's, it's an NFL talent. So Tennessee, minus six on the road, taking down Pitt. All right, I just wrote it down. So you have three so far, Three right? so far. All right. Look at you, Charlie. Well, this next game is one that never seems to disappoint in at least recent years, and I'm talking about the Kentucky Wildcats taking a trip to the Swamp on Saturday night. I think everyone was impressed with Florida last weekend, at least compared to what we thought we would see mm-hmm. and Billy Napier's opening game. But Mark Stoops always has the Cats ready, especially on defense. The spread earlier is four and a half, now it's six. Uh, I think Florida would... Well, I don't know. I keep going back and forth on this. This is an interesting one. There, You do re- realize that Kentucky starting running back is out again for this game, suspended. So I think Florida will win, but I think Kentucky can cover, maybe? Yeah, I mean, I, I I'm, I'm surprised. I mean, I know Florida beat a top 10 opponent, but this spread has ballooned a little bit. Getting getting up to six right now, I think, is where it's at. Yeah. That's that's pretty aggressive. That, and that's why I don't have a play on this game. This is another game. I, I feel strongly that Florida's going to win this game. In fact, when we did our preseason predictions episode a couple weeks ago, I predicted that Florida would go 6-6, six and six, which is not looking great right now. But I did predict them in that 6-6 six and six record to actually beat Kentucky in this game. I have the Wildcats also going 6-6. Six and six. I think Florida's now probably 7-5, 8-4 and four type team. But, I mean, 6 is a lot. I mean, it's not quite a touchdown. So, I don't think it's a crazy play if you play Florida minus 6. But... I don't know. I don't love the. I don't love that. But I do like Florida to win this game. Kentucky. I just don't know what they are offensively. Like right now, they're going to have to put the offense on the shoulders of Will Levis. I don't know if he's that guy. He was not that guy last year. He has not been that guy to this point in his career. Can he become that guy now? I know he had a 300 yard passing game last week in week one, but he also had a 300-yard passing game in week one last year, and we saw how the rest of the year played out. So now that he's playing a real legitimate opponent, I don't know if we're going to see a 300-yard passing effort from Will Levis. The Florida defense is solid. They have some good players. Dexter up front is really good, but they're they're not an elite defense. I just don't know what Kentucky's going to do offensively. I don't know who their playmakers are with Chris Rodriguez. This is a team that has been built on the identity of running the football. He's out. One of the guys that was trying to replace him, he got hurt last last week. He's out for the rest of the year. So I think Kentucky's in a bad spot here. They're fine defensively, but I really like Florida here at home to get back on track and beat Kentucky. They've lost two out of the last four against Kentucky. And they had like a 30-plus game winning streak against Kentucky prior to that. 
But I think Florida is going to win this game and get to 2-0 and and make me look even dumber than than I did last week. Now, I was I, I picked them to win this game, but I also had them going 6-6, six and six, so I need them to start losing games. All right. Um, are we talking about Georgia? We'll get to that. We'll hold them to last this time. Okay, because, I mean... We talked about them a little early, but, I mean... It's... Well, yeah, do we even, like... I, I, I didn't even write it down, but... Like, my bookie doesn't have a spread on that game. That's all the SEC game, so do you want to go... Well, we have a and and Appalachian State. Is that... I have them later on. Okay. Oh, well, I can go. I do have them on my card, so we can talk about them. All right, real quick. I didn't consider that like a. It's not an SEC. Yeah, it's not big. SEC game. Hey, Happy State. So that's a big group of five State program who <laughs> lost in heartbreaking fashion to UNC after scoring forty points in the fourth quarter last. Uh, I still weekend. cannot believe that, Charlie. Are they traveling to College Station? Uh, this I don't even know what the spread is. Doesn't matter. I'm going. Oh, and this game is seventeen. Yes. It's 17 right now. It's 17. Right now, yeah. I'm going to bet the over, which is 54 and a half. Mm-hmm. I mean, we know Texas A&M is competing for the SEC West, mm-hmm. but do, trying we, to. do we know if they're really that great? Who knows? So They're we'll very see. talented, Charlie. It'll be interesting to see how Appalachian State comes out because this is a big stage for them. They're, they're used, it's not that they're not used to playing on a big stage, but it gives them a, them a great opportunity to promote the program. Um, and get the word out. And they're a pretty good football team. And they put up 60 last I week. Mean, they I mean, they almost beat Tennessee the other year. Yeah, they did. Well, yeah, they almost beat UNC. Famously beat Michigan back in, what, yep. 2007-ish? So, yeah, I'm going with the over 54 and a half. I actually like that, Charlie. We know that they're going to give up a lot of points because North Carolina didn't even have their best receiver last week in Josh Downs, and they still put up 63 on them. Yeah. And Appalachian State with Chase Bryce, who has been around for a long time, veteran quarterback. He's he's still there, and they're gonna. I think they're gonna score enough points on him. I actually like that pick, Charlie. Fifty-four and a half. You want me to add it? <sighs> add it to my card, Charlie. You talked me into it. All right, over yeah. fifty-four and a half. All right, what's your next one? All right, so we're just going open yeah, season. All, that's all SEC. So open season. We'll just take all right. Turns. So Alabama minus twenty yard. Got that. All right. Iowa State, Charlie. I love this pick. I'm going. Oh, I have a pick for this game. Yeah. Too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. Great. I'm going three units on Iowa State plus three and a half at Iowa. Guys, I, I know I'm not telling you this for the first time. I know you know what happened with Iowa last week. They won 7-3. But Charlie, did they score a touchdown in that game? No. No, it was a field goal and, and two safeties, Charlie. It would have been so much funnier if they and had gotten just one safety. you get two safeties? Very rarely do you even see one it's safety. But like, you get two in the same game? That's crazy. But I'm pissed off they did because I wanted it to be five to three. Like, you just don't ever <laughs> see that score. I'm like, why didn't you get the second safety? Stop. Just win five to three. But whatever. So, look. It's like a baseball score. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, it's a baseball score. Yeah. And you hate baseball. I'm surprised you even I'm, know what a baseball I'm, score is. But, well. okay, we'll take it. I have, after that, if I had not already, after that performance, I go 166 total yards. I have completely given up on the Iowa offense. I have completely given up on Spencer Petrus at quarterback. I'm actually embarrassed that this is a team that I was considering putting a win total bet on to go over seven and a half wins this offseason. Thank God I did not do that. Thank God I was a genius and had the foresight to say, you know what, Tyler, Spencer Petrus sucks. And that was honestly my calculus. At the end of the day, the reason I didn't do it was like, I can't trust Spencer Petrus. And by God, I was right. Can't trust the guy. 166 total yards against South Dakota State. And sure, South Dakota State, which by the way is not North Dakota State, they're still a good FCS program, but 
they are an FCS program. And they won this game 7-3 to without scoring an offensive touchdown, 166 total yards. Now, I did have some questions about Iowa State coming into this season because they did lose so much. And this is not a program that rebuilds or reloads the way that Georgia does because they don't recruit like that. So I still have some of those questions. And there is the fact that Matt Campbell has still never beaten Iowa in five tries. And he's had the better team multiple times in these matchups and has still yet to find a way to win those games. But I just go back to it. I just cannot bet on Iowa after last week. I can't do it. This is a principal play, Charlie. New principal play this season, fade Iowa. Do not bet on Iowa. Fade them. And I I realize this very well could just be an overreaction to last week. And I try to avoid those. But this is not a one-week thing, Charlie. This is like a a decades-long thing. And now I've just reached my boiling point with Iowa. And you can't do it. You cannot go with them. Because Spencer Petras is garbage. That offense is garbage. Brian Ferentz is garbage. Garbage all over the place, Charlie. I cannot trust them. Iowa State, Hunter Deckers looked good in his first start. In fact, I think he there's a world in which he's better than Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy, I think, was very overrated for them. Uh, Xavier Hutchinson is one of the better receivers that very few people talk about. Jalen Knowles, another really good complimentary piece to him in the slot. I think Iowa State has more weapons. They can actually move the football. They can actually score touchdowns, Charlie, which is something I'm not convinced that Iowa can actually do right now. So, yes, give me Iowa State plus three and a half. In fact, Charlie, I think I already have this. Make sure I have this later on. You know what? No, don't say it. I have a different upset special, Charlie. Give me two upset specials. Give me Iowa State straight up outright. I don't even need the spread. Give me the Cyclones. Thanks for taking my pick there oh is that yours oh crap. yes that's What's... my upset special oh is that why you said don't say it they I weren't would... gonna be my upset special. all right i'll take it back no can i can we just no, share it charlie because it's like come on but did you mention that iowa state lost at home last year to iowa well i mean they lost five in a row but did you mention that i kind of zoned out there i did not mention that okay directly right so they're gonna want payback and the spread is only three and a half they're going to be motivated, Charlie, because yes. Matt Campbell keeps hearing he's a great coach, great coach, great coach, but you can't beat Iowa. When are you going to be Iowa coach? Right. It's like, it's got to happen now. They're going to do it. And I just love their ma- cyclone. Whoosh, 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 yeah. whoosh. Cyclone, Is that what baby. they do at the game? In my mind, that's what Can they do. Can you do it again? Whoosh, 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 whoosh. I don't go. know. Whatever okay. wind, sound wind makes. I don't know. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I'm taking Iowa State for the upset. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. All right. You want to go next or you want me to jump sure. in? Sure. I am going to go with the over or no. Yeah. Can't read. Cover 44 with Ohio State versus Arkansas State. Ohio That's State. That's a big did, number, Charlie. Well, they didn't play that well last, as well as I, everyone thought they would last week. Their I offense think it looked was, very average. I think, yeah. I, and I think that they will come out motivated mm-hmm. because now they've gotten mm-hmm. knocked down to what? They're number three in the AP poll right yep. now. So they're not going to like that. They're going to be motivated fall. to come back and show that. You know, they're better than Alabama and Georgia because they do have a really good offense. So they're going to come out and show out. I mean, they have incredible players. I'm going with Ohio State to cover the 44. I like that, Charlie. I like that. Um, I like it, but that's a big number. Just, but you, I think your rationale, well, I know, ma- your rationale like, makes sense. Your rationale makes you know, sense. They're, sometimes they're gonna, you got to take flyers. probably going to put put up 50-plus. It's a matter of their defense. can actually hold Arkansas State to like 
under 10. All right, Charlie, I got a bunch more. Before we move on, you want to talk about my bookie real quick? Absolutely. All right, guys, so I know we told you at the outside of the show, but let me remind you once again, we're giving you winners here, guys. Charlie and I both had, we were above 500 last week, and it's only up from here. So do yourself a favor, bet along with us. We're actually putting our money on these games. This is a put your money where your mouth is podcast. That's what we're doing. So jump on here with us. It's mybookie.ag. Sign up for a new account right now and use the promo code UGA, and you will get a 100% deposit bonus. And guys, you don't have to put a lot of money down. I mean, deposit money into your account so you can take advantage of, of the promo of for the sure. prom- promotion. But you don't have to put a lot of money down on these bets. It's just It just makes the weekend more fun. Yes. I mean, and guys, the betting unit, That's when, I, when you hear me say betting unit, I know a lot of you know what I mean, but maybe some of you are new to, to sports betting. But a unit is just how much money you put on every game, right? And everybody's unit is different. Some people are high rollers. I'm not a high roller. Uh, but some people put like, you know, 10 bucks per game. Some people put 30. Some people put 50. Some people put 100. Some people put 5,000 per game. You know, it just not depends. Not me. Not me. Certainly not me. Um, nope, not going there. But that, that's all we're talking about. So your unit doesn't have to be large. It's just fun. You're right, Charlie. It just makes things a little bit more interesting. It makes... It's interesting for people who are watching games with you, too, because you might start going yes. a little crazy, oh, get a I'm, little irate. Are you talking about me right now? Um, Actually, I was talking about myself. Yeah. But, you know, it, it just provides entertainment all around. Yes, and there's a lot of games. And you can win some money. Yeah, of course. And the games, like, outside of our region that you might not otherwise have much of a rooting interest in, well, you'll get a rooting interest in. So it just makes your entire weekend, your college ball weekend, just a little bit more interesting and more fun to, to mess around with. But, again, it's mybookie.ag. Promo code UGA to double that initial deposit. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. All right, Charlie, so I've got another one here. I got a lot How more many actually. How do you have left? I have I mean, four left. I've got, I think. 13, including my parlay of destiny today. Okay. So I've got a couple more here. Quite a few more, actually. Why don't you share your next two? All right. Two? You went big with Ohio State minus 44. I'm not going to go quite as big of a spread here, but I'm going to go Miami minus 25 versus Southern Miss. Miami put up a 70-burger on Bethune-Cookman last week. And yeah, I know it's Bethune-Cookman, but we're talking 70 points, guys. I'll, I'll take that. Tyler Van Dyke. He should have been awesome in that game against Bethune, but but he was. He was nearly flawless. Southern Miss was three and nine last year. I know this is a new year, new team, sure, but they're probably still not a great football team. I'll be honest, I haven't watched Southern Miss play this year. I did not watch them in week one. 
but they did lose in week one. Uh, again, 3-9 last year, and those nine losses last season were by an average of 22 points per game. Josh Gaddis, I think, is a really good offensive coordinator. He's a guy they brought in from Michigan, and Miami has things rolling with Tyler Van Dyke at quarterback. I like this Miami team. I think Miami has a chance to actually straight up win the ACC outright after what I saw from Clemson's offense last week and what we saw with NC State do against East Carolina. I thought Miami would win the Coastal. I think Miami might win the whole ACC right now. We'll see. A lot of football left to be played, but give me Miami minus 25 here versus Southern Miss. All right, and the whole state of Florida seems to be on the up and up. Which is, you know, we recruit Florida heavily. There's a ton of players there, so it's never great when all of them are good, but I always want Florida. I mean, I wouldn't qualify them as good. Better than they have been in a while. They're getting better. Better. I think Miami is good. Florida State, I think, is pretty good this year. Florida, it looks like they are potentially better than I anticipated. But yeah, I guess it's fair to say that they're all three of those programs are at least on the upswing here. All right, so do you want to go again? I know um, I have more than you. Do you we? have more, so go ahead. Okay, and so one. I'll give you another one here. I'm going to Music City, Charlie, Nashville, Tennessee. Vandy is back. No. Back. Hey, they're two and zero, Charlie. Vandy is never two and zero. It's been a minute since Vandy's been two and zero. But Wake Forest come to town. And Charlie, a couple of weeks ago, I thought this was a game, huh, maybe Vandy could like find a way to sneakily win this football game without Sam Hartman. Sam, Sam Hartman, a couple of weeks back, you know, announced that he was out indefinitely with some, some sort of medical issue, and the reports were it was blood clots, and you just never know how long that's going to take. Well, um, that thought was short-lived, Charlie, because... He's back! He's back! Welcome back, Sam Pittman. Back to... Sam Pittman? No, not Sam Pittman. Charlie, you just talk about Sam Pittman so much. But no, Sam Hartman is back at quarterback. I feel like he's one of those guys who's been the quarterback for about 17 years at Wake Forest. But uh, that dude can play, and he is the engine to that Wake Forest offense. And yes, Vandy put up 60 on Hawaii Week 1, and we were all like, oh, is Vandy kind of like not like horrific this year? But they really came back down to earth last week against Elon. They actually were outgained by Elon. This actually might be the Vandy that we know and love, Charlie. At least it kind of looked that way last week. And if, you, if Elon put up 31 points and essentially 500 yards of offense on this Vanderbilt defense, what is Wake Forest going to do, Charlie? This is a high-powered Wake Forest offense. I'm taking I'm taking Wake Forest minus 12 and a half. I'll give you a bonus pick, Charlie. Here's another one. Give me Wake over 37 points. Again, if Elon put up 31 points, tell me Wake can't put up 37 with Sam Hartman coming back? Come on. That's easy money. Easy money there. So I got two plays that Wake minus 12 and a half and Wake over 37 points. All right. Sounds good. I got almost made it a trifecta. Charlie. I almost took the, just the overall point total and went over on that, but I'm holding off. I'm holding off. All right. Um, I have Mizzou at Kansas state over 55. Both have horrible defenses. Mm-hmm. Take the over people. Yeah. I like that actually, Charlie. Oh, do I like it enough to add it to my card? Not enough, Charlie, but I don't think it's a bad play. I like that play. I like that play. Well, I was only ever looking for your approval. Well, I mean, we know that's not true. That's certainly not true. Again, sarcasm. Yeah, I know. I was just saying it's clearly not true for anyone who didn't get that. Sometimes these things don't come through. Okay, well, you know, we do have smart listeners. You're probably right. All right, what you got next? Me again? You have like eight more picks. Oh, you're I right. Have I have a lot more. Okay. I well, we're running. Out, we're running out on some. We picks. already talked Tennessee Pitt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. We did. Okay. I'm going Houston here, Charlie. I'm going Houston plus three at Texas Tech. Now, I got to be honest here. In the interest of full disclosure, I do have a, not a massive but a decent sized 
win total over bet on Houston to go over nine wins this season. And uh, they about gave me a heart attack last week. They played UTSA and it went to double overtime. And yes, I watched every single snap of that game. I watched it on Sunday because you know I had other priorities on Saturday. But um, yeah, they almost gave me a heart attack there. And I, th- I thought that was a tricky game coming into the season. U- UST- UTSA was, I think, an 11-win team last year. But they played really poorly in that game. Houston played really poorly in that game and still found a way to beat what I still think is a good UTSA team. A lot of skill players back offense. We have a returning quarterback. And if you look at Texas Tech, they lost Tyler Show, who's their starting quarterback. Now, Donovan Smith filled in for him, who does have plenty of starting experience for the Red Raiders, but he was not their quarterback to start this season. So they're technically on their backup already in week two. I still think this is a major test for Houston, but I also still think this is a team that could run the table. If they get by this game, they already got by UTSA. If they can get by Texas Tech, these are the two games I thought they could potentially lose. I think Houston runs the table. There's no Cincinnati. There's no UCF on their regular season schedule. I think they run the table through the regular season and have a shot to win the American in the American Conference game. They'll probably host that title game. And I don't know if their schedule is strong enough to actually get them in the college football playoff, but if they're sitting there 12-0, depends on what happens around the country. I don't think they're going to get in like Cincinnati did last year because Cincinnati had that win at Notre Dame. Houston wouldn't have anything like that. But I like this Houston team. This is their biggest remaining test. I'm going to put my money on Clayton Toon and Tank Della wide receiver, along with Doug Belk, who, by the way, guys, very quietly had the Cougar defense inside the top 10 last year. And there's, they have a lot of guys coming back from that from that unit last year. I like this Houston team. I think they'll get things back on track. They played very poorly last week. I do not expect them to play that poorly again. I think they beat Texas Tech. And I think they win this game outright, but I'm not going to go with another upset special here. All right, this next game I thought was intriguing. Um, there are some people that say life is too short to bet under, so bet the over. Bet the over. Uh, Washington State and Wisconsin. I'm betting the over 46 and a half. Wisconsin has defense to slow down Washington State, but Washington State won't be able to slow down the Badgers, so over 46 and a half. And you're buying this new Badger offense. Go Badgers. Badgers. Um... Yeah, I think I mean, the Wisconsin defense is good. This is going to help you out, Charlie. Jim Leonard's a fantastic defensive coordinator, but they lost a ton of guys off that unit last year. And Washington State is a team with Cam Ward at quarterback who I think can score, if they can score two touchdowns, Charlie, or score double digits. I think you're right. Wisconsin will score enough, and I think that would put this game over. I like that, but not this enough. This is probably my most concerning bet of the week. But you're still betting on it. I, yeah. All right. No, yeah. I mean, you don't have to bet a lot. You just make That's it exactly right. One unit, right? This is a one-unit game for you? Yep. One-unit game for you. All right. I like that. I'm not, I don't like it enough to put it on my card, but I think it's a good pick. All right. I've got West Virginia here, Charlie. West Virginia minus 13.5 over Kansas. Kansas is better this year, guys. Now, what does better mean? Like three wins? Maybe four? Like if the world opens up for them and things just really roll their way. But Kansas beat Tennessee Tech 56 to 10 last week. Now, you might be saying, well, Tyler, it's Tennessee Tech. Yeah, I I realize that, but it's kind of like Vanderbilt when they beat Hawaii. Sure, it's Hawaii and Hawaii is very bad, but Vandy never beats teams like that, and Kansas never beats anybody like that, whether it's Tennessee Tech or not. So that's kind of interesting to see them do that. But I actually did like what I saw from West Virginia last Thursday in a losing effort. I know they lost the game by a touchdown, but I thought they 
played pretty well for the most part. Some drop passes that ultimately killed them. I mean, they were. They were one drop pass away from winning that game. It was that pick six off the drop pass. Actually, it wasn't even like a drop pass. It was almost like he volleyballed it. Is there, what do you call that? If you're playing volleyball, Charlie, do you know? I have no idea. A, a setup? An assist? Uh, an assist? I don't know. A volleyball assist. We'll go with that. That sounds right. I was, oh, it looked like a volleyball assist. Please correct us online. And it popped right into the pit defender's hands, and you know, the rest of the history, they win the game by a touchdown on that pick six. Now, Kansas does not have Pitt's defensive line to wreak havoc on JT Daniels' life, because JT Daniels is a statue and cannot escape, can't move anywhere. We saw that last week. Kansas does not have that type of defensive line and that type of pass rush. And despite some of those drop balls, and there were multiple drop balls from the West Virginia wide receivers, they're actually talented. Like they're physically gifted guys. Like Bryce Ford Wheaton, he has NFL skill sets. Just gotta catch the ball. Sam James, another good guy. They have two good running backs as well. I like the Mountaineers to bounce back here. They also have you know a week and a half as opposed to a week to get ready for this game. So give me the Mountaineers to win this game in a bounce back spot by two plus touchdowns. All right, Charlie, I know uh, you got, what, two picks left? Is that what you told me? I have two You left, were doing yeah. the, the two fingers here, and at first I was like, what are you talking about? And then I was like, oh, it registered. I get it, two picks. So you got two picks left. I got a couple more left. But before we get to those final picks here, Charlie, I do just want to remind everyone about our good friends at Alumni Hall. I was in there again. Guys, it's like a weekly thing for me, sometimes multiple times a week. In there again, pick myself up a new Georgia belt this time. You know, Charlie, my, my, my belt with my Georgia belt, I have actually a couple of them, but my black one was getting a little faded and I needed a new one, Charlie. You know, I got to spice things up a little bit. I keep it fresh for the new season. So found one that fit me perfectly. So it's things like that, guys. It's not just the, the polos and the hoodies and the t-shirts and the hats. It's anything and everything that you could possibly want that's related to the Georgia Bulldogs. Alumni Hall has you covered. They have the best customer service, whether you're in-store or online. The best selection anywhere. It's a no-brainer. If you need anything Georgia-related, Alumni Hall is the place to go because it is where Bulldogs shop. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with lips and ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from lips and ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with lips and ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from lips and ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with lips and ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. All right, so we each have a few picks left. I have two more. My next one is Georgia Southern. Bleh. Georgia Southern. Georgia I think is what you were trying to say. Plus 21 and a half at Nebraska. I mean, Nebraska had the game in the bag two weeks ago in Ireland against Northwestern. And then last week, it was way closer than it should have been against North Dakota, North Dakota State, right? For Nebraska? Yeah. No, North Dakota. North, North Dakota, Dakota State is the best FCS program That's there right. is. I yeah. get them confused. This is, yeah. not a, this is not a North good... North Dakota. Or was it South Dakota? I think it was actually just South Dakota. Okay. One of the Dakotas. One of the Dakotas. 
It was green. I remember It was that. either North Dakota or South Dakota. I yeah. think it was South Dakota, actually. Well, we live in Georgia, so we know Georgia Southern's a pretty good team. You know? Well, they- I mean... It's a great program for well, it used to be a great FCS program. They've had a little bit of trouble moving up yes. to FBS, but yes. Well, but Clay still, Helton's in town now I from think USC. It's Nebraska. You don't ever know what Nebraska's going to do. So Southern, I think, will cover the twenty-one and a half. I mean, it's Nebraska. They might. Win. I mean, Charlie, <laughs> I no, I don't think they're going to win, but like, I would kind of just shake my head this pick, Charlie. But it's you're right. It's Nebraska. You can't count on Nebraska. I I said about 17 different times last year that, oh yeah, I'm done with Nebraska. I've learned my lesson. And I never really did. I think I've officially learned my lesson after week zero. So I I, I don't hate this, Charlie. I really don't hate this. I, I think you're on the right track. If I had to bet on this game, I think Southern might actually be the right side of this. All right, so I've got a couple more here, Charlie. Can I go? My turn? Sure. Okay. This is, uh, oh, this might be an ugly game, Charlie. I, I don't think there's probably a listener out here. This is what we're talking about, guys. This is why betting with my bookie is the way to go because would any of you out there ever care about Duke at Northwestern unless you had a little bit of cash on it? I think the answer is probably no. But you know what, guys? I am going to care about Duke at Northwestern because I'm going to have a little bit of cash on this one. Not a lot. I think I'm only going one unit on this one. By the way, I'm going two units on West Virginia, minus 13 and a half over Kansas. I'm only, I'm only going to go one unit here with this next game, Duke at Northwestern, because I have, I've seen Northwestern play. I have not seen Duke play. My rule of thumb is I, don't, I usually try not to put more than one unit on a game. If I'm betting on a team I have not actually seen play, I did not watch Duke play last week. So there's that. But I'm taking Duke plus 10 at Northwestern. Yes, if you watch Northwestern in Dublin, Ireland against Nebraska in week zero, Ryan Helensky, who used to be at South Carolina, was inexplicably good in that game. But I don't know how much stock to put into that because Ryan Helensky was also flat out terrible last year. 54% completion percentage, 5.6 yards per attempt. I mean, dear God. More interceptions than touchdowns. He was bad last year, guys. So who is the real Ryan Linsky? Is it that dude from last year, or is the guy we saw week zero, or is that just a function of him playing Nebraska? I don't know what to believe, Charlie. He looked pretty good, but I I can't unsee what I saw from him last year. And Duke is an interesting team this year. It's a new regime with Mike Elko coming in. They they play Temple. Dwan Mathis, Charlie, remember that name? Yes. Um, yeah, uh, he won the starting job again. It was not a good look. He got benched in that game because, um, uh, Duke shut him out. They got shut out 30 to nothing by Duke. Yikes. Tough look. It's tough. look. I feel bad for Dwan. I'm rooting for the guy. It sucks. And you know, again, I didn't watch the game. I watched a couple of the highlights just to kind of get a feel for him. But, and I read up on them a little bit here. This is a dynamic dual threat quarterback in Riley Leonard. Patty Fitz did a really good job preparing the Wildcats for Nebraska. But Nebraska still had to implode for Northwestern to win that football game. And look, Northwestern might well win this game. I'm not calling for Duke to win this outright. But I do think Duke is good enough to keep it within the 10. And I don't think that Northwestern is as good as Nebraska made them look in Week 0. So give me Duke to keep it within the 10 points here. I'm taking the Blue Devils plus 10, one unit on that game, Charlie. All right, I have one more pick. I'm sure one you play? have like eight left. Okay. Um, no, eight, I like two. am going with Baylor versus BYU. Again, life is too short to bet the under most of the time. So go with the over, 53 and a half. These two teams have pretty high scoring offenses. Hmm. I feel like 53 and a half is kind of low for the over, so I'm going with the over. 
David Rain is a defensive guy, but they did lose a ton of players off that defense. BYU has a ton of guys returning offensively and defensively, but they were bad on defense last year. That's an interesting one, Charlie. It's another one. I respect it. I see where you're going with that one. I am going to stay away from that. I actually have a play on that. Actually, you know what? I If I bet on this game in May, do I have to put it on my card? I mean, that's up to you. Yeah, let's do it, Charlie. Put it on my card here. I, I, I got Again, I got to put my money where my mouth is. I actually got it at BYU minus two in May. It's now at BYU minus three. I don't like that as much, obviously, but you know what? Put your money where your mouth is. Give me BYU minus three. I'm going to go one unit on that one, Charlie. I think I actually have more money than that on it, but now the line changed a little bit. I'm going to say one unit. Okay, but I do have a couple others here real quick. I've got Mississippi State at Arizona. Give me, you, you say that, Life's too short to bet the under, Charlie? Yeah. Life's too short to lose bets, Charlie. I'm going under 60 and a half, Mississippi State at Arizona. And a lot of you might think that's crazy. It's the air raid offense we're talking about here. Well, hear me out on this one. Little do people realize that Mississippi State was top 10 nationally last year in time of possession. They are second in the country right now after week one that went over Memphis in time of possession with over 41 minutes of possession against Memphis. This has become a ball control offense that limits possessions for their opponents. And if you can force Mississippi State into a turnover or two, which it happens, guys. Will Rogers, really good quarterback, he throws the ball so much that there are going to be opportunities for them to pick a ball off, force a fumble, do something. And if you can do that, you can keep their scoring down because they run at such a slow pace. They do not really run up-tempo. And teams play them with a drop eight coverage and they really literally are just dinking and dunking their way down the field and they're chewing up clock doing that because these are high percentage throws there's not a ton of incompletions so they're just chewing up clock I think both offenses are actually pretty good but I just don't think there's enough time for them to actually score 60 points in this game with the way Mississippi State has evolved offensively and the way they're just possessing the football so give me the bizarro dogs to go under 16.5, well, the overall point total in this game, Bizarre Dogs and Arizona combined. All right, that's all I've got on my regular card. I'm ready for my upset special. Did all right, keep it going. What's your, did you I already do yours? mine. Iowa oh, State. Iowa State, right? Okay, so I have two upset specials. That was my first upset special. My second upset special of the week, and again, for those of you who might have missed the episode last week, when we say upset special, what we're talking about is picking an underdog to win outright. So I've got the Virginia Cavaliers. Give me the Hoos. They're plus four and a half as an underdog at Illinois. Give me Virginia to win outright. Now, Chase Brown is a dude at running back for Illinois. And that dude has rushed for 350 yards through two games. I mean, he's averaging 175 yards rushing a game through two games. And the Virginia defense was comically bad last year, especially against the run. And they were better against Richmond last week. It's a new coaching staff, but I'm still hesitant. A lot of the same players are still there. That gives me a little bit of pause in this matchup against Chase Brown. But the bottom line here in this game is that Virginia just has so much firepower offensively. Brendan Armstrong is back at quarterback. They're actually using him as a factor in the run game once again. He's a dual threat guy. They didn't really run him that much last year because he dealt with some injuries. And they didn't want to hurt him because he was that important for them. But he's back. He's healthy. And they are. he ran for over 100 yards last week, guys. At receiver, they got an embarrassment of riches. Billy Kemp, Keaton Thompson, Dontavian Wicks, who was third in the ACC in receiving last year behind guys like Jordan Addison and Josh Downs. Ever heard 
of them. Dontavian Wicks, who you probably haven't heard of if you don't watch much Virginia, is a really, really good player. And Illinois is not an intimidating road environment. I think this is a prime spot for an upset pick. So give me the who's to win outright in Illinois, in Champaign. And that leaves us finally, Charlie, with our parlay of destiny. Do you have a parlay? I don't. You do not have one. You forgot, Charlie. I I literally sent this in writing per your request. Maybe I'll get it by week three. Maybe. But it's all right, Charlie. I'm going to win some money for our guys this week. I got this. I got this. No worries. All right. Last week, guys, I gave you a very conservative parlay of destiny. We had TCU to win outright just on the money line. We had North Carolina and NC State both on the money line. That paid out. Well, this week, guys, I'm not going near as conservative as I did last week. I really don't like putting more than three teams in a parlay. I don't like more than a three-leg parlay. Occasionally, I'll go with a four-leg parlay if I like these picks. And you know what, guys? This week is one of those weeks. Give me Arkansas, Wake Forest, and Florida on the money line. And then, Charlie, let's throw Iowa State in there, plus three and a half. That's going to pay out at plus 374 at my bookie. And honestly, guys, I usually don't like putting like actual spreads in my parlays. I usually just go money line on my parlays. But I feel that strongly about Iowa State right now. I just cannot unsee what I saw from the Iowa offense last week. So again, Arkansas, Wake Forest, Florida on the money line. Iowa State plus three and a half. And that comes out to plus 374. That's a winner, guys. You're going to win some big money if you put that down on my bookie. And Charlie, maybe next week, maybe next week you'll have your own parlay of destiny. Maybe. We'll see. Do you have all of the picks here, Charlie? I do. I wrote all of them down. All right. I'm going to trust you, Charlie. I'm going to trust you. Well, you don't have a choice. Uh, well, I mean, I have my own picks written down. I, I mean, they're there. So That's true. We'll figure this out. But all right. Anything else, Charlie? Any last second picks you want to add to your card? Not this week. Not this week. All right, guys. Well, let's have a hell of a college football weekend. Again, my bookie promo code UGA. Use these picks to your advantage. Win somebody this weekend. Have a little more fun with some of these games that you would normally never even remotely pay attention to. But that's all for us this week, guys. Enjoy it. Go dogs! If you're coming here this weekend, it's going to be wet. It's going to be raining, but who cares, Charlie? It's Georgia football, and we're going to be there no matter what. But have an awesome, safe weekend, guys. If you're coming up here to make the trip, follow us on Twitter at Glory underscore UJ. If you're not already, we will be uh, tweeting about these all weekend long, back and forth. Charlie, do you have a do you you have a Twitter account? Do you want to plug it? You never tweet anything. That's good. We're I just good. Use it for- Oh, okay. Not really participate in the Twittering. Yeah, I've realized that. I've noticed. Yeah. All good. But Glory UGA, I will be out there for you guys, letting you know what I'm winning and what I'm losing and uh, having some fun with that. But have a great weekend, guys. For Charlie, I am Tyler. And as always, go dogs. <laughs>